get involved. What are you talking about? Oh, I, oh, look, I, I, use, I don't use Twitter nowhere near as much as you. I, I honestly think sometimes I couldn't be bothered. Oh, um, I could not be bothered. It's, it's, remember the it conversation, just sucks time out of your day. Remember the conversation we had about Facebook when it was all going to, te- going to tears over there? Yeah. Um, about, you know, could we live without it? And we kind of needed to have it for certain things and yeah. traffic and, you know. Yeah. I, you know, I did the numbers. It's a, it's a small percentage of traffic, but is, are you willing to give up that percentage? Well, I can tell you, Twitter's way less. So, yeah. But see, for me, it's that whole thing of if you disappear, who fills that, that void? Yeah, that's right. Yeah. And, oh, man, I can't risk that. I felt the same way about Facebook. That's what I was saying during that whole drama with Facebook. That without without them, and yeah, my, my hits, my numbers took a bit of a hit, mm. but it wasn't the end of the world. So, but that, that's the thing. If if you're not there, if you're not doing it, someone else will be doing it. Yeah. So I thought, why why shouldn't that, that should be me? Yeah. But Twitter's a funny one. Twitter's a funny one. What what do you reckon about Donald Trump starting his own social media platform? Would you be part of that? Obviously, here's the problem. It, he will be able to claim a great victory because he'll have millions of people on day one. Yeah. They'll all be journos. You reckon? It'll just be a right-wing echo chamber. Don't you yeah. Reckon? That's all it's going to be. Yeah. And there'll be just other people just for, you know, car crash sort of, you know, car crash, watch the car crash happening. Yeah. So but see, what's interesting is he did a podcast, um, and I heard a bit of it, where he said something along the lines of, because he talked about how he put out had to put out formal releases now, and he goes, it, it looks much more formal. I like it. I like the releases. I'm like, dude, you could have done that from the presidential office. You didn't have to tweet. <laughs> office of the president. Yeah. You know, office of the president sounds a lot oh. better than office of D- Donald J. Trump. Yeah. But, mate, it'll it'll come to nothing. Yeah. It's, you know, like I, I, I interviewed a bloke from an Aussie company called Lit. L-I-T-T, which is a social network in they were built it's built in Perth. And it's it's like it's pretty good. Like as an app, it, it kind of looks similar to Instagram, but it has the features of almost all of them, which is it's interesting because things like um and you'll be you're interested in this, when you post something, you can post a photo, a sound recording, you know, can bunch a whole bunch of things in one. Yeah. Um and the critical thing is that there's this whole thing about business and local business accepting um, like this currency within the app, for, you know, I could buy a coffee with lit cash or something, and you mm. earn that by posting and by engaging. And so, by using the app, you earn, you kind of get this yeah, currency points. thing. Yeah, right. Yeah, and I, like I frequent flyer points. I thought it was a fascinating kind of new approach to, you know, a social network and why would you, why you would use it. And I've actually put it on my homepage so that I would remember to to look at it a bit because I do like it's like old school Instagram where it's just you know it's all in order and it's all you know yeah. it's all content. So who's on there? Who are your friends on there? But I don't like have any actual a, friends. I just I've it's with like this, TikTok. You just see what's out there. Well, no, I've just started following anyone that follows me. I've done. I've gone the complete okay. opposite to what I normally do on every other platform. Yeah, and I've gone. I'll just follow anyone because there's no high profile. Um, you know, there's nothing really to see there. Other and it's great yeah. because it is just real people. And they, they, do they claim to not have like trackers and? No, they, they don't make like, any like statement. I haven't questioned it in any sense like that. But, yeah. um, but no, I just—it's just that whole. Yeah, I mean, I just can't get caught up in getting out of any network. It's impossible. We're, we're trapped. We as users yeah. of them, who need who use them for business, yeah, are trapped. Well, they were the, you know like the whole. Well, the reason I we use Facebook and Twitter is just to get the eyeballs. Like yeah. they've got these massive audiences, massive member numbers. We want to stand on the shoulders of giants and help us out there. We want to. That's why, before Facebook and Twitter, it would have been 
and well, they kind of heralded social media. It was just you just got to do your best. Yeah, out there, do your best, market yourself in it as best you can. Now Facebook and Twitter's along, which is where a lot of people exist on the internet with these services, and that that's what you get. Yeah, I do wish I could find a way of breaking the habit and the need, but I just worry. It's it's the problem is because they're all separate. You can't do any analysis that says there's there's let's say there's five thousand people in total on each of them. If I if I could find out for sure there was only a grand total of five and a half thousand, I'd drop two of them. Yeah. Out of three. But the feeling, you, your sense is that there's actually 15,000 and you can't afford to drop one of them because you, you'd lose that entire audience. Yeah. Um, are, there, are there tools that, that go across all the platforms? Like they don't they really, do really know and they certainly can't spit out you a list of yeah. you know, users and stuff. It's, you know, and if there is tools, they probably cost too much money <laughs> um, to, for that kind of thing. But, yeah. So many subscription services, aren't there? You can do subscription services for everything now. Mate. Music, movies, fitness, books. What else am I missing? Every, uh, uh, mate. Well, every, th- so you this can is the be, thing. So people are. This is the thing that I've. That, that's what's happening in the world is that you you don't you don't own stuff anymore. You yeah, just, you just you just borrow it. So from in it. the business world, and we spent a lot of time on this at SBS when I was there. You move from a capex model to an opex model, which is, which means for the average punter, means instead of buying things, you you essentially are paying them off because they're in the cloud or whatever, right? Yeah. And it's great because it means the businesses don't need capital, they don't need huge amounts of money, and they can have something that's 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 there all the time and it's it's a different line on your operating sheet, right? So my best example of that for me is like Photoshop. You used to have to pay three grand to have yeah. Adobe's Creative Suite, right? Because this massive set of discs and it was this huge thing. But then two years later, there'd be another version. Like, oh, crap. Yeah. But now I'm happy to pay 60, 70 bucks a month to make sure that I, every day I've got the latest version. Yep. Every day I've so got the you, latest version. So do you subscribe? And it's I'll, tax I'll, deductible. I've got that too. So it's, 70, <laughs> so it's like 73 bucks a month. Uh, something like and I've got uh, two of them. Because and, it's, and it's everything. Because my wife uses it as well. You and can't got, share the license? You, you can, but you can only have two two computers connected at any one time. And so uh, I have to keep logging out and logging in. Uh, and I've got like, we've got four or five computers. It's just yeah, annoying. Because okay. I use it on my iMac and on my MacBook. Yeah, yeah and that's the limit, right, too. Yeah. Um, uh, but, Pretty you know, good. it's a tax deduction. So what do you use the business? most? Audition, Photoshop, uh, or Audition, Photoshop, and Premiere are my three. Though I'd use, I would use them. Yeah. I would use Premiere more than Audition. You're not a Final Cut Photoshop. Pro man. No, I can't. I've tried a million times. Just yeah, can't get don't it. Like it. It's just, be. it's very good, but I just don't get. Yeah. Like I sat down the other day, so uh, I've just set up a, a new NAS uh, system, and it's connected via Thunderbolt to the Mac. So it's, you yeah. know, I could literally edit off the NAS, yeah. which is awesome. But so I sat down, I put a video into into Final Cut, and I started playing around, and I went. Oh, Jesus, fuck this. I'm going over to the yeah. PC because it was just easier to use. So you're going to audition is easier? Oh, Premiere. Premier, Premier, sorry. Premier, yeah. Premier, sorry. But that's because I use it. Right. Because so I've, I've got it there in Creative Cloud and, and I haven't tried it. I must give it a crack. Mate, I can... So what's good at what's better about it? I, I think that's hard to say because I've never you're, really you're used, more used to it. Yes, it's yeah, just right. that I'm used to it. But So, f- for example... In I look at a project, a video project, as layers. You know, yeah. so like five layers, and you look down from the top to look at which one's showing to the viewer. Right? Yeah. I can I, I shoot most of my videos in two cameras, and I go right. I just lay both layers on top of each other. I sync them up, and then I just watch it through, and I go clip, clip, delete, clip, clip, delete, so I can show which camera yeah. I want to show. Yeah. 
Mate, I can turn... So I film five videos on a Monday morning. I can edit three of them in an hour and a half. Like, I, yeah. I can turn them around so quick. I can edit in, like, 20 minutes one of my videos. And, yes, mm. they're simple and they're they're templated, so I'm just dragging the same graphics in or whatever. It's not really yeah. rocket science. But I find that with... Like, you're right. It's it's what you're used to. It's sort of muscle memory. Yes. But Final Cut Pro, which I use... And my workflow is pretty because I've used it a lot. It's pretty streamlined, yeah. but they do assume you know more. You know a lot. Like right. Final Cut Pro is sort of meant for your real yeah. serious editor. Like because there's iMovie as well for just you know mums and dads. Well, the other a lot thing is I got all my graphics are made for Premiere, so I need to get them uh, redone. I assume I can okay, get them redone yeah, right, right. for for Final Cut. But see, the thing is, Adobe Photoshop is now working on the M1 processor. Yes, the yes. Premiere is not. Yeah. So, mate, I can't use Premiere on the Mac Mini or the Mac that I've got. Yep. With, with an audition, M1. It just, you use that for this just podcast. Rubbish. I use it for Tech Guide as well. Audition. Yeah. Do you record? So, what I do when I do Tech Guide, I record. I've got the Roadcaster connected to my computer, and I've got the memory card. So I'm recording directly into Audition live yeah. and onto the memory card. No, so I, I do two directly on the memory card. Two at once, just you know, redundancy. Uh, no mate, redundancy here. We're flying only, without a net here. The only time I have ever had an issue was the first time I ever used the roadcaster. We <laughs> recorded good, good a show and it failed. And I said to them, I, I don't know what to do here. And they they couldn't help me recover it or work out what went oh, wrong. No. And well, we, your we, show or wasn't our it was, show? It was an AFTM show. Oh, that's um, bad luck. But I... I think at the time we worked out it was maybe something to do with the format of the SD card or something like that. And they probably yeah. learned from it and upgraded firmware okay. and things. But now I record, I just clip, clip, clip everything on the on the roadcaster. And then I actually, it's mine is connected to the computer, but then I just dump it. It's like a hard drive. You just drag yeah, yeah. and drag and drop. I want to talk about your NAS too, because I've, I've, I've tried setting up NASs. I've got yep. just drives just sitting there. Yeah. So is this mainly just for your video editing or are you using it for other things? What are you so, using it for? So two things storage. Yep. Why not? 90%. Storage. Um, so my the PC I built, we put a three terabyte or more. We put a big spinning disk hard drive in it for archiving stuff. So solid yeah. state drives to work off, and the spinning disk drive to drop all my projects in when I'm finished with them. It's filling up. It's only been a year or so, and it's filled oh, up. Yeah. So I thought oh, I need a long term solution here. I've got a couple of old NASs at home. I've got a Synology and a couple of Netgears at home, um, but they're old and they're old drives. So I thought rather than you know rebirthing one of those, I'll go in all in and I'll buy a NAS. So I bought an eight bay, and I bought four drives because you can always add more. Yeah. 18 terabytes each. Yeah, right. Which is it the Seagate one? The, the, under the, um, uh, the Seagate the, Iron Wolf? The Iron Wolf, Wolf one? Yeah, 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 I've got one of them too. So it's a QNAP. 18 terabytes each QNAP. One. So I've got 64 terabytes, terabytes of usable storage or something <laughs> wow. like that, right? That's cool. Um, and so what I've done is I've just created an archive folder, which is just where all my video projects go. Because yeah. I used to just delete stuff. And it's yeah. like sometimes you want to go back and get those clips or whatever. Sorry, so who, who'd you say the NAS is made by? Who? QNAP. QNAP. Yeah. So I did they've a, got their own little browser-based Yeah, oh, yeah, it's a very good little yeah. browser-based thing. I found Synology, out, Synology, that's what I've got. Synology got a good browser-based thing. I did a lot of research, and I spoke to a couple of blokes, uh, Josh in Melbourne, who is just, his job is video editing, and, and they yeah. operate multiple computers off one NAS right. in a Thunderbolt array, so they're actually all editing off the same files. Okay. Um, rather than passing files around, he said it's it's all down to Synology and, and QNAP, yep. and QNAP with Thunderbolt is, if you're a Mac fan, it's absolutely uh, where you should course. be. Yeah, right. Um, Does Synology don't have Thunderbolt? No, they don't have a Thunderbolt just got product. got USB 3. Yeah. Ah. Uh, and, and Ethernet, you know, obviously gigabit Ethernet, yeah, right. stuff like that, but okay. Thunderbolt allows you to literally edit off the NAS. Right, and, and, it's, so, more, and it's more Mac friendly. Very much more Mac friendly, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. And so, I'll so that allows me that. when yeah. I when either Premiere comes properly to M one, yeah. 
or um, I learn Final Cut, I will move to the Mac Mini for my primary video editing because I'm confident yeah. it's still going to be a faster render oh, than, than will, the mate. huge beast that I bought uh, and built with the PC. What I do, so you record, when you do your video, so you record straight to a memory card on the camera, yep. then export that to the NAS. So what I've got, I use the um, the, the A10 Mini Pro and record yep. to a SSD drive. Yeah. And then just, like, I've got four of them. Yeah. Sort of numbered A, B, C, D, so I know what project's on which one. Yeah. And then just dump it all then and then, then wipe the disk. Yeah. Well, it's a similar, yeah. similar process because I'm just taking the SD cards and dumping them yeah. onto, the, onto the drive and then editing. And then I, so you, do I you archive the, the raw footage then yes. later? Why? I don't know. Why not? I'm thinking. I got sixty, mate. I got sixty-four terabytes yeah, of space. Why wouldn't you? On my Mac, I create a library. So you know the library of all your clips. See, this is what I don't understand about Final yeah, Cut. It assumes I know what a friggin' library is. Yeah, yeah. I don't understand what you're talking but about. I remember there was one time where I was editing. What was I editing? It was a really detailed video, and uh, it was like my one of my. I think it was a Galaxy Note review or something. So mm. really in-depth thing, and it crashed. Oh wow! But what happens? It saves every fifteen minutes, apparently. And I could not, for the life of me, find the project. And I was, you wouldn't want to hear the language I was using. Wow. Thinking it was like late, early in the morning, trying to finish this thing. And I got, had to get onto Google and think, ask how to restore thing. And yeah. mate, it was the this, this, this. And I found it. It was like honestly winning a lotto when I found it again, all in place, all my cuts and all the edits yep. and all in there. But that, that's the frustrating thing about Final Cut is it can be. I've found it to be a little bit volatile. It can be just in the middle of it. It's just go boom, just it's disappears. Just, there's this, so there's this Apple logic to it, uh, which is, you know, we work in libraries and dates or libraries and libraries and dates or something, yeah. whereas Premiere is just, you've got a project, here's all the files that are needed for your project, yeah. and there's your timeline. You just drag stuff across well, that, your timeline that, when you need it. That's but kind of Final Cut. I know, well. but it's just not yeah. organised that way The other me. one I tried to learn is uh, DaVinci Resolve. When I when I I used to have a Blackmagic uh, 4K pocket cinema camera, yeah, which was just way too much camera. I've sold it now. Yeah, way too much camera for me to use and mm. understand. Um, that included a free license to DaVinci, which is Blackmagic's program. I've tried too. that as well, but that's sort of more for your. I reckon more for your professional filmmaker because it's all about color correction and doing yeah. everything. It's no. more for art rather than. If I need color professional film, I'll just fucking refilm it. <laughs> It means I stuffed up the lights or the yeah, camera, right? Yeah. If but I sit no. down and go, this is, what have I done here? I've overexposed yeah. it. I'll just do it again. Yeah, it's not. No. <coughs> it's it's more meant for your professional filmmaker to, to get yeah. that done. But um, I mean, it's a fun, it's an interesting challenge, isn't it? Because we sit down and we do these things. And, you know, you sit down and you choose to do the live switching. I, I, so we've basically got a format to the way we do yeah. it. And you're kind of going, Am So I you don't do that. I know. So you run two cameras. I just run two cameras. But I just, go the, I just go the live switch. It just makes it a bit easier in the edit. I'm yeah. just thinking. Um, you know, I'm, you I'm can, just my process. I'm achieving the same thing. It's sort of like doing it live, doing a live thing. Yeah, you know, my like, process allows me to do it so quickly that I don't. Yeah, don't understand. Notice the understand. Yeah. Um, and the good thing is too that like I've just got that room set up. I just got to turn everything on and maybe try to change the background a little bit if I can, or well, put a green screen you know, but, there. Or, but you know what's interesting? Yeah. I use the ATEM. The uh, ATEM's always connected, right? Because behind the cameras, I put my seventy-five inch with the multi-view, so that oh, so you can see, yeah, so that I can see whether I'm I'm actually in the product. I've got, shop. A, I've got a monitor right <laughs> on the edge of my desk there, yeah. so I use that. Yeah, so yeah. I kind handy. of I kind of have you it. seen the new ATEM? Yeah. Got a mini pro extreme or something. It's like massive, mate. So eight I, cameras. When we were doing that baseball thing, uh, I had two ATEMs going into each other as a daisy chain. I needed the eight camera then, oh. but it wasn't bloody available. It wasn't out yet. Yes, no, it wasn't yeah. out yet. Are you so, gonna get it? I might get it. No, you know what? 
I got I a price. Think, on I don't think I need it. It's I got like, a price like on it. And I went, or something, it? No, like two and a bit. What? Yeah, really? The, yeah, sure? the ISO version. Ah. But I went. You know what? I do not need that. Yeah, no, me neither. Like need and want. Break an egg with a sledgehammer. Trev, stop it. Yeah, true. Like when I go and see my accountant, he's going to lose his mind. Yeah, it's like Marvin in Entourage. You remember Entourage? Yeah. And the accountant saying, "Vince, you got no fucking money. <laughs> Stop spending money. You are broke." <laughs> That's you. <laughs> I um, yeah, no, I, I literally I did well to stop that. Yeah, so I had that one. That was actually two days ago. I got that, and I went, "No, nah, I don't need it." And yesterday, I got an email two or three days ago um, from the Daniel Ricardo store saying, "You know, we're releasing new merch on." GMT 1200 on this date and I put in the diary yeah. it was last night at 8 o'clock I logged on and I've got a Daniel Ricardo hoodie um, the kids have got some hats and stuff it's pretty cool uh oh what um, and I looked and I went <laughs> you know what Fuck, I love the bloke I love his gear but that's fucking outrageous $141 and I'm pretty sure that's US for, for, for a, a hoodie, hoodie. Oh. I just went mate does he personally deliver it taking the piss the ones that Jackson and I have got, we paid 119 for each. And I, now that I think about that, I think, Jesus. Wow. But that was each plus shipping, and I'm pretty sure that's US dollars. And I'm like, that's just... Yeah. I showed great self-control. Good I said to Amanda, you, I said, babe, you should be proud. I, 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 I did well, great mate, self-control. I've got to tell you. She said, I wouldn't have thirded you anyway. <laughs> oh, yeah. Too big for you. Is that what you were saying? No, no. She, was, it was quite a, she looked at the green one. It was this weird green colour. Oh, right, I wouldn't okay, have bought that okay. one anyway, but... Yeah. Well, mate, I've uh, I've invested recently in uh, I'm, I've I like millions of other people watched Queen's Gambit on Netflix. You bought a chess, and I'm in the chess again. Let's play. I bought a chess computer. Let's play. I bought a chess computer. Chess computer. So you play against the computer. I've got no friends, mate. I've got to play against the computer. You see, what's it look like? Go and get it. It's uh, no, it's still in the box in there. Oh, it's, right. it's got it's got uh, there's two I bought. There's one that was like seventy bucks on Amazon that was just this like a travel travel set, still with the you know the computer. So and when you, <laughs> when you make a move, it goes. Are you sure? <laughs> You want to do that, and then it also says, "Be careful." <laughs> it's sort of like trash talking you. But the other one I got, which is sort of more, sort of a bit more uh, bigger and a little bit more prestigious, is this thing called the the King Performance. It's called so full size board, proper pieces, right? And you can um, you can you know import. Got it. it arrived today from the US, and it's a proper set the levels, connected to your computer, download games. So if you see a famous game that someone played, like you know. Uh, the, you know the what, what's the world champion's name now is Magnus Magnus Carlson. He he you know you can download a game and you see how you would go in the game, so how you can solve the problems and all that, and you can set the levels and it talks to you and all that. Yeah, so it's pretty cool. But uh, I'm 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 into it. I'm back into in into playing chess. So you you played you played have you? I play the kids. Okay, how do they go? They go all right. They've beaten you. Oh, I played so I played then I played John Abood the other day. Yeah. And he smashed me, and I realised I'm really good at playing kids. <laughs> yeah, I played a few games online. I haven't lost online. Like Harry goes all right. Like yeah. I'm pretty. It's pretty cool to watch Harry at nine yeah. play chess. It's good mate, it's good, good. For and you. and you go, you're a little smartass. You nearly had me there, but yeah. I'm just going to smash you now. <laughs> I've played online. Haven't been beaten online. Like yeah, just playing against the computer online. But the the Jesus, um, I don't want to get the into cheap, that. the cheap, the, the the one, the little cheapy from Amazon. That's oh, I've played three times. It's beat me three times. It's really smart. It's really good. It's a computer. It want to be well. You, you, you know, you can. Uh, this is on the normal set on the normal level too. It's not like hard. I'm thinking geez, that's demoralising. I've got I've got some work to do, but no, I'm, I'm enjoying it. It's good. It's. Uh, I think that was the thing. I think someone wrote a story about it when Queen's Gambit came out last year. That was sales of chess sets like went through the roof. Yeah, yeah, mate. Do yourself a favour. Drive to survive. 
What's that? The Formula Oh, yeah, yeah, it's good. You've watched the whole thing? Yeah. Yeah, right. Yeah, it's good. Would a non would a non F one fan enjoy that? Mate, so many people I know are not F one fans yeah, and love watching it. It's like a doco about the whole thing. It's it's like every episode is a doco of its own. It's actually probably possible just to That's watch all, an episode. Or COVID related too, I must No, say. actually it's it's pretty they they cover it in yeah. the first episode heavily. Yep. And then it pretty much moves on. Okay. They don't even talk about the fact some drivers got it and all that stuff. They, they yeah. miss a lot. Um but I'm watching Bridgerton at the moment. Oh yeah, you're liking that? Not bad. Yeah. Yes. Mm. Make haste, lady. We have to do. We have to be there. Thank He's you, like, I'm making lady. haste. I'm making haste. <laughs> I'll make haste with you. I've well, seen clips. I haven't seen a couple of early episodes where there's a bit going on, but I haven't seen anything else. I'm up to episode four, I think, or three. And what do you say? Haven't seen any going like, on. sex scenes. Oh, there's been some really? in, the early, in episode one. There was a couple. Oh, okay. Bloke having a crack against the tree while his butler was waiting for him to finish off. But um, that's all I've seen. What have you? Is there more to come? I'm waiting for the. Uh, is there nudity in this thing or what? Do they show yeah, anything? Lots. Yeah, nice. Okay. Well, uh, the bit I saw from Amanda, absolutely. Wow. Okay. Well, I've got to say, that was part of the reason why I was watching it. I'm thinking, okay, impress me. What's, but you remember, that? my wife has a really low threshold. <laughs> like, she's offended <laughs> Easily by. Easily shocked. Yeah. She's, really? She's a real innocent. Okay. She's not a prude. She's just innocent. Yeah, yeah right. She's okay. like, what the hell is this? <laughs> Okay. Like I'll put it to you this way, and this is probably sketchy ground because it's un- under appeal. But there was stories today in the paper about the Jared Hayne case, mm. and the the story went into great detail about the the girls' injuries and stuff. And I looked at it, and I went, I, even I can't explain what happened there. Yeah, like so they've explained in detail what happened. Yeah, there. like yeah. they're talking about injuries and what did he have to do? Like he should have had a nail clipper. Is that what happened, mate? Should he have had a nail clipper beforehand? Should he have used his na- cut his nails? Oh, so that actually might explain it. That's yeah. a good point because like it does talk long, about um, must have long fingernails. It does talk about uh, digital L- um, lacerations, lacerations after well, digital, you know, stuff. <laughs> he just needed. Was, he just needed a manicure. It was a very awkward conversation with my wife. I'm like, I don't even understand that. But now you say that, Jesus yeah, Christ! Mate, not long nails can do a lot of damage, oh, mate. <laughs> I just, mate, I live in a different world of Jared Hayne, obviously. Yeah. But, yeah, that's, that's some you serious. Know what? Wow. But look, like, it's. The, and the, 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 the sort of the mood now, the topic of everything is sort of, you know, workplace safety and women's rights yeah. and, you know, rape and all this sort of consent and all this stuff. And remember the suggestion by the police minister, oh, they should have an app where you say, oh, yeah, yeah. I consent. But. If the woman changes her mind later, how do you record that? Like, yeah. you know, so very tricky ground. But you know what? You know what I don't like though. I think that that I, I don't like feeling like an asshole. Like when when they they they, they some people are coming out and just it's the all men are assholes sort of approach. Where yeah. I'm thinking, you know, the don't paint me to be me to be an asshole because you met an asshole and he yeah. did this to you. Like yeah. I'm not an asshole. Like, like, I'm a gentleman. Let, let's yeah. avoid that asshole for the for the for the rest of yeah. time. Like, but, but it doesn't. It's just. Und- you know, I'm sure there's women that have done horrible things, but we don't say all women are horrible, do no. we? Like, well, maybe that. But this thing, maybe there are some people that do, and that's they're just not getting the voice that that yeah. that, that Look, side of the debate is there. Uh, and you know what? I agree. I got I got two daughters and a wife, mate, and I, I don't want, I want them to be safe in whatever they do. Mm. But um, yeah, I think there was some. The UK was thinking of have. Remember, there was a woman who was walking home was was assaulted and killed in a park or something about mm. two or three years ago. And they were considering a curfew for men after six PM. Like, seriously, what the fuck? Like I'm thinking, mate, I never did nothing wrong. What the? Why should I stay home? I mean, 
And and the other one too that got me was that, uh, you know, t- teach teach your your sons to be respectful of women and and what women shouldn't have to worry because you haven't taught your son the right things. You know that that again. I'm thinking, come on, like. You, you, of course, you're going to. The parent is not the only learning uh, yeah, instrument of a child for a true, for start. But like, it, it's there's an ad that's doing the rounds now on on TV. I don't know whether you've seen it. Where you know the girl Blake in the crowd goes, "Come on, mate, you're playing like a girl." Hmm. And Blake next to him takes offence to that, and I agree with that. So that's not really the appropriate thing to say. And there was another bit of that ad where there's a boy throwing a ball, like nearly hitting a girl. And and she's saying, Stop, stop it. And the bloke goes, the woman the woman says in the ad, Oh, he must like her. <laughs> Jesus. Funny way of showing it. And how it's all about sort of turning off the mute button and speaking up if you yeah. hear stuff like that. Yeah. So yeah, look, oh, of course that your responsibility as a parent, I think, has to be, you know, if you've got a son, you gotta you gotta teach him the right and, but the same thing applies if you've got a daughter. Yeah. Teach him how to be a human being with a respectful human being. Yeah. Yeah. But it's just... What's your opinion on the Golden Gate time? Well, they're going to take the name away? Yeah. I, I'm Mate, that's just so... Such bullshit. I tell you someone, know what? Cancel the fucking ice cream. I don't like them anyway. I love gay times. Love it. And the old joke back in the day was, you know, wanted to, I went up and asked for a gay time, and then the girl says, yeah, come, let's go around the back. That was the old joke in the in the other... in the Back in the 70s. <laughs> now, now, totally different now. It but, is, mate, this cancel culture... Mate, how long have we been doing this podcast? 25 minutes. Don't get me started because I'll talk for an hour and a half because it's yeah. total fucking bullshit. Yep. Okay? There was one, someone did a genius tweet where they said, oh, thank God, Dr. Zeus has been taken off the shelves. My son can now go burn a prostitute and fucking evade the police in Grand Theft Auto. Mate. Like, what the fuck? It's a, you know? That's a really good point. You know, like... Well, because you were talking about, you know, teaching your kids and stuff. And all, all I can think is, because, you know, we're deep in it over the years ahead, is, mate, the shit that's on the internet, the shit that I can bring up on my phone in a quiet oh. moment for, in, in, a, in a few keystrokes is unprecedented. Mm. Like, unbelievable. But do you, do you think, like, what do you think of going back and erasing that shit? Like, no, yeah, that's, that's yeah, what it, it's f- happened already. Yeah, it's 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 ridiculous that you can. What's, what they what they cancel now? Dumbo, you know? Oh, uh, for God's sake! Um, like someone said, there was a great line. People said, "Look, just because you're offended doesn't mean you're right." Yeah, I, I cannot agree more also, with that. If you go to, like, let's say you take your kids to a movie where there's inappropriate modern day inappropriate depict. In modern day terms, inappropriate depictions of, you know, African Americans or yeah. of homosexuals or whatever. Yeah. If you as a parent don't walk out of that movie and go, what do you think? Great movie, really good. And you go, it was a great movie. Like, in this day and age, mate, the kind of things they talked about there and the way they talked to those people is absolutely not on. Mm. But I think you've got to remember that was a movie from 20 years ago. Like, if you're not having that conversation, then yeah, you're actually not doing a great job. But, but if it's a depiction of that period, right, you go, you watch that movie, Oscar-winning movie, 12 Years a Slave. Yeah. Treating black people like cattle. It's literally slaves. Would that would literally that movie, what happened. Would that movie get made today? I reckon you'd struggle to get that through. Look, we want to make a movie about slavery in the eighteen hundreds. Isn't it the same as the Hollywood wanting, you know, only transgender actors playing transgender characters? And like, okay, well, George Clooney would never have got a start on ER because he's not a fucking doctor. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, exactly. You can't have doctors. Yeah, I agree with you. There have been cases that there was one issue with a woman. 
young girl. I think the movie was directed by Sia, you know, the Australian musician. Yep. Australian musician. The yep. movie was called Music, I think. Music and and, uh-huh. and Kate um, Goldie Horn's daughter was in it. Whatever. Sure. Kate Hudson. Right. And the her, the daughter, her daughter in the movie was was portrayed as being autistic. And they were blown up that an autistic person, a real autistic person, didn't play the role. And so they said, look, we tried. We just couldn't find the right person to do it. There wasn't also, anyone who could pull it off. It's like, um, you know, the good crime shows have a great crime consultant, former copper or something, right? Mm-hmm. I'd be blown up if Law & Order didn't have on the books some coppers that told them that the procedures and processes within the show weren't some way reflective of the normal process. Of course. So someone in a, in a movie about, specifically about, you know, someone that suffers from autism, hello, Rain Man, I mean... You know, if there right. wasn't, have you seen it? Yes, great movie. If there wasn't, you yeah. know, a whoever wrote it, or um, you know, uh, was part like a senior role mm. in the production, wasn't someone who was either a carer for, um, or, or, or a member of a family of, there had to have been involvement, and they mm. their job would have been to make sure that it wasn't an an inaccurate and yeah. a derogatory portrayal. In that sense, that movie has famously has a line was it about Heath Ledger about, and Brokeback Mountain. Who was in that? Yeah, Jake Gyllenhaal. Yeah. I mean, they were. Yeah. Are they gay? No, they're not. No, they play in the. You watch the movie, you think, "Hang on, these are two gay men." Did a good job, but, but that's the whole suspension of disbelief. You, you believe what you're seeing. That this isn't real life. This is a movie. Like Star Wars isn't a documentary. Are you this telling is me? Oh, wait, are you <laughs> telling me that Robin Williams did not, in fact, get in an egg and <laughs> more, more, talk, more yeah. calling all, more no, calling all, no, no, that's no, right. no, no, that's right. But it's um, outrageous. Do you reckon Steve? people? Hey, whoa, whoa! You telling me Darth Vader <laughs> is not real? He is not real. That Despite him standing right there in front of you, he's not real. It's outrageous. But it is like, do you think people need to be reminded that the Wizard of Oz is a movie? That that these aren't real things. So don't be offended by the treatment of the the people in the movie. And, that witch, mate. And, she and got melted. The Muppet Show. The Muppet Show needed a Wasn't disclaimer. There a Muppet Show disclaimer. Yeah. yeah. Like, what the hell? What was that about? Treatment of frogs? I don't know. I didn't bother to read you know past what? it. It's the one thing I don't engage on on social media. You'd be proud of me. Oh. A, because I know that the context could be absolutely yeah. just ruined. What's the term? Woke. Is that what it woke? Yeah. I, I'm, so I'm, what, what does that mean? You're fucking woke to what happened 80 years ago? Yeah, well Good done. Good for you. Congratulations. Yeah, by a history book. Yeah. Is that what that means? Get a history degree. So it means that you're woke to be offended by something that happened 100 years ago. Man, and that, that, and that it, because it's already happened... We're not going to show it anymore. We're mm. not going to accept that as part of our past, as yeah. part of our culture. Yeah. And we've learned from that or grown from that. Yeah. Like this is honestly, mate. There's there are there are like the the some of the things suggested. I'm I honestly scratch my head and thinking, are these people for real? They really want they they're really suggesting that headlines, mate. I just and and I just don't like it when. People just follow. They just accept it. Say, yeah, there's three people out of five million who complained about it and want something done about it, and yeah. they're getting the attention. Why yeah. don't they just say, "Yeah, you fucking joking? What are you talking about?" They're, they're not, and and you know why? Because it's a uh, there's so much content and there's so much attention the media are trying to get that they're the little clickbaity little things that they write about. Yeah, I think you the know? the the way the media operates today as opposed to the way it operated 20 years ago is as much a part of this as anything else because the ability to drive traffic, the ability to oh, yeah. stir a conversation, all that, those That's things. affected choice of stories too. Like you wouldn't have thought, like back in the newspaper days when it was our job to decide what you should read in yeah. the paper, 
now on the internet, it's your, it's the readers who decide what they're reading, yeah. and that's what's changed. So they're catering to what they what they like. So if a story does well, they'll think, right, we need more of that stuff. Yes. If a story doesn't do so well, then less of that stuff. Yes. So, you know, I don't know whether I've used this example in a past podcast, but the classic example for me was when there was, I think the Daily Telly about 12 years ago, the, the headline on the front page of the paper, 1% interest rate cut. And, you know, Daily Telly, working class paper, big story, right? On the website, the main story was Kim Kardashian, colon, my boobs are real. That, that was the big, because it was getting a lot of traffic, right? So they kept it there. Yeah. That, to me, illustrated perfectly the difference between newspaper journalism and internet journalism. Yeah. And there you have it. And by the way, her boobs are real, according to her. Good on her. According Listen, to her. I, um, I have become just absolutely addicted to having Law and Order on in the office. I don't yeah. sit and watch it, but it's always dun, on. Dun. And I have it on Fetch on Universal So which, TV. what's your Law and Order go-to, Law and Order? Criminal Intent first goes. Really? For Not you the original? Second. No. I'm a fan of the original, mate. So, but, uh, so what I do is I run it on, on Fetch on the Universal channel, and the play-out system they have is obviously Fetch because there's some Fetch ads in there, but, mate, top and bottom of every ad break is the ad for the Kardashians' final season. But I know that I can I can I can recite that like the twelfth man. It's uh, it's I've heard it that many fucking times. I'm going to email Fetch and say, listen, can you email Universal? <laughs> listen, we know the Kardashians are leaving, but they're doing very well. <laughs> Fuck off. Yeah, I've never watched a single episode of that show, mate. I've had if they were here in a lineup, I'd recognise Kim because I've seen so many fucking photos. Yeah, but oh, everyone I, else, I've got no idea who they are. I've had it on in the background. <coughs> I, I was thinking I think about binge watching it. it. Yeah. Oh yeah. Good luck. Because in you, the first there while. early on, I'm assuming. Um, well, all the girl, the, with Kendall and Kylie, well, a little, a little really a, little. There's a there's a bloke in it that's no longer in it. Early on in the show, yeah. Bruce, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like he's had the biggest transformation. I'm curious to see the early episodes <laughs> for that reason. But too as well, they um, the, the like Kim Kim especially she she has she likes she has dated um a lot of African American guys, right? So. Um, and then I think she married a guy, a white bloke, that lasted a month, and that they they that they brushed that. Then after that, I think she married Kanye West, and now that's, that's on the over. rocks. Yeah. So, and even I think her sister was was married to um, uh, what's his name, the the guy who played for the the, the um, Lakers. I got nothing. Yeah, yeah. Can't remember his name, but um, yeah. So it was very interesting. Well, no interest sort of, in watching the and show. And you know, you know, her fame started after a sex tape scandal. Yeah. Did you know that? Like, yeah. I remember she came to Australia like about 12, 14 years ago with Paris Hilton. And Paris Hilton was this big socialite and Kim Kardashian was her friend who had this sex tape scandal and the fact that her father was one of the defenders of O.J. Simpson. Yeah. And that's how they sort of, that, that, so they grew out of that because... Like Kim Kardashian was saying that OJ was like a member of the family. He was seeing him all the time. He was mates with the dad, <sighs> and even even Nicole Simpson, who was mur- allegedly murdered by OJ or le- murdered, they didn't prove that, did they? But um, they were a friend. She was a friend of the family as well. So really split the family down the middle. Where the mum, like um, what's her name, Chris Jenner, was she was good mates with with Nicole, and yet her husband was defending OJ. So yeah, I I, I will struggle to find it. Um, because it was a TikTok, so Lamar is his hard, name. Hard to husband, find. The husband played for the Lakers. Lamar. That there's this trend on TikTok that says, <clears throat> "Tell me about the most amazing, unbelievable, 
domino effect. Um, this is it. This is it. I found it. Um, so, like, uh, a domino effect in history that you wouldn't believe. I, and I haven't read forward, but I'll read this out because yeah. I'm pretty sure it's the same one. The Buffalo Bills having a bad season are responsible for the Kardashians. The <laughs> Buffalo Bills had a terrible season in 1970. This allowed them, and actually, the, the, the one I saw went further back. It said in the final game of 1970, a bloke missed a pass or, or something, and they, they missed out on getting through to the final, whatever it was, right? So this bloke missed a pass. And because of that... That allowed them to get the first overall pick in 71, which was O.J. Simpson. O.J. then met his wife, Nicole Brown, in Buffalo and yep. then went on to kill her. Um, things went down. Allegedly. Oh, well, he was convicted of it, wasn't he? No, he wasn't. Oh, that's right. He wasn't. He's civil to civil he, that, suit. The, the glove. Yeah. Things went down. O.J. hired Robert Kardashian, as you've mentioned, yeah. and went on to become, you know, now yeah. the Kardashians. Um, Kim, he's, he's dead Kim, now, by the way. He died of cancer years Kim ago. had a sex tape and off we go from there. But basically... If the Buffalo Bills, if that bloke hadn't missed a pass in 1971, <laughs> we wouldn't have the Kardashians it's, what today. It's called it's but the butterfly effect, I call it. Don't they call it the butterfly effect or the domino oh, effect? Because that's the same, the, the butterfly effect. effect. <clears throat> like the, the, just the little beating of a butterfly's wings can change the world. Yes. Yeah, yeah. That's a good movie, actually, with Ashton Kutcher. Watch it. Butterfly effect. Not bad. Yeah, no. Um, anyway, that's just another rabbit hole I've been down on TikTok. Good on you, Anyway, mate. Stephen, good I'm going to go you. home. Goodbye. Okay. Cheers, mate. <laughs>